and some Miles Davis and John Coltrane. Having a, just kind of a relaxing Saturday night. Some great football today. If you're a big fan of the NFL like I am, man, oh man, oh man. Originally, I had, what I figured I was going to do is I thought the Packers and the uh, 49ers game, I thought the 49ers would be blowing them out, so I'd be able to come out here and do a podcast you know, late in the game. Missed, but <laughs> Oh no, I said right to the very end of that one, uh, at the edge of my seat, what a football game that was, but... Uh, Oh, that's uh, that's what that's all about. Uh, a little bit of rain today in the Los Angeles area, and I know everywhere else across the country, they are shivering, and I uh, really sympathize with the folks going through it there. Please, again, as I say, say every week, be careful out there. Don't get hurt. Don't uh, bundle up. Just do what you can. Stay out of the bad weather, and it's uh, we still got a few more weeks left of it, so, hey, you never know. Hello, Omar. How's it going? It is going just fine. Thank you very much, sir, for checking in with us like you do. We appreciate it. My producer, Russ Omar. Yeah. Turn off your mic, Russ. Okay. There you go. All right. Nothing to it. Anyway, thanks for joining me this evening. Uh, name of the program, of course, Did You Hear That? My name is Jeff Hare. I'm just glad uh, you could spend some time with me tonight. Now, I told you a story late last week about how I got into Wayne State College as a football player. And it, it, it was, looking back, I had a pretty good experience. Tonight, I'm going to tell you what happened and why I left Wayne. Yeah, when I did, I thought to kind of close the book on this. And I guess the thing that I would just want to want to say is tonight probably won't be humorous. You probably may not find it funny. Uh, you may find it more, uh, I don't know. I, I guess way for me, I guess when I did it, I looked at it and said, you know, looking at it, it it's more of a therapeutic. It's a thing that I can sit back and talk about and, and feel better about, you know, writing it as I did on the Did You Hear That blog. And of course, putting it out here tonight. So it made me feel better. It's one of those things that uh, had a lot of feelings that I've been kind of simmering for a lot of years. And when I sat down tonight to write it, it kind of opened my eyes to a lot of things. I started looking at it differently. So can you imagine that? Bearing your soul as you write? <laughs> anyway, so as I say, I went out to Wayne to play football. And it, uh, it, it really was different. I was 18 years old. I'd never been away from home. And that's a tough thing. And that's a, you know, the thing that all kids go through it. But for some reason, you think when, especially when you're a ball player, that you're indestructible. You know, nothing is going to get you. You know, you're you're this person that's different than anybody else. And you get out there and you realize that you know you don't have a lot of friends out there, and you're you're kind of out there by yourself. And it it becomes kind of a tough tough go at times. And really, the stuff that got me was just the basics of living. You know, getting out of bed in the morning on time. Uh, you know, making your bed and doing your laundry. The stuff that you people do. But when you're 18 years old, you, there's always been someone to do it for you. And when you get into it, realize that, you know what? It's not, no one's here. Mom's not here anymore. And you got to do that. And it's, it's kind of a tough thing, I think, to wake up and realize that, you know, hey, now you're on your own and you're an adult. And it's time to act that way. That was a, that was an adjustment time. Now I did join a fraternity uh, to try to help with the friend thing, to meet people. And actually I would recommend the Greek life to anybody. I know a lot of people that Greek life has a, a serious connotation to it. It really shouldn't. It did very well for me. I, I enjoyed it a whole lot. Uh, and again, I've recommended it to people. I talk to people, go to college all the time, and I say, hey, if you can, you have the opportunity. It, it gives you a structure. It gives you friends. It gives you somebody to kind of hang with and get to know. Now, the football team is the same thing. There's a lot of football players that were that way too. But when you start playing college football, you get you know a little more clicks and a little more you know groups and people from the same area or they played against each other or something. And 
you know, I mean, you come together as a team, but really, you know, a lot of times it's, it's just that, you know, and, and I do have a lot of friends. In fact, I have friends that listen to this podcast around the team that I'm very proud to say I'm still friends with. And, and those guys, I know who they are. They know who they are. And uh, again, thank you for, for staying with it all these years. It's hard to believe it's been 40 years that we were all out there, but anyway, but that was always a difficult thing, you know, just, just to get to know people. And, and the thing about Wayne that made it unique and I, is that it was kind of a rural school. And what you would see on the weekends is everybody would go home. Friday afternoon, the place would be dead. You could shoot a gun through the campus and no one would hear it. It wouldn't hit anything. Literally. I mean, it was just, uh, there'd be, you know, you have you know, three or four or 5,000 students, whatever it was during the week. And on the weekends, you'd have maybe 100 or 150 running around campus. There really wasn't, nobody really doing anything. There wasn't much going on, you know, and it's just kind of the way it went. And then it'd become very lonely and you get out there this time of year in January and February in the middle of the winter and it'd be cold and wouldn't be anything to do. And no one would be there, and it was it, it became kind of a, a kind of a difficult thing. But that's one of those things, and I'll, I'll look back at that. Had I have been a little older, and I'm not talking about in my twenties. I'm talking about maybe even nineteen or twenty, as opposed to eighteen, seventeen, eighteen when I went there. It might have been easier because as you get older, you start realizing, you know what? Hey, you can deal with this and make it work. You know, when you're eighteen years old, you think whatever happens to you, you're the center of your own world. And it's like the worst things ever happen. Well, then as you get older, you realize, you know what? I can, I can focus on this. I can, I can deal with this. So that'd be the thing I'd say there. If I, if I'd have been maybe a little older, it might not have been so bad. Uh, made it, made it, made it, made it, made it it's easy for me to say, I might've been able to make it work. So anyway, as far as the football program goes, it was kind of a strange situation there because the coaches brought me in and said that I needed 40 pounds to retain my scholarship for the next year and 20 pounds if i want to come back to the team next year uh you know it's funny when they recruit you they'll tell you anything but once you get out there you know and you hear that all the time if you follow college football you always hear players say that will they tell you anything yeah that's right they will until you get out there and you realize that uh hey like i said they brought me in and they were real direct about it you need 40 pounds if you think you're going to come back to the team next year and 20 pounds if you think you're going to keep your scholarship and again had I been a little older, a little more mature, I might have been able to step back and say, hey, you know what? We can deal with that. But as a kid, then you just say, oh, the heck with it. Believe it. You know, there's a funny thing about that. And that is, I at the end of my freshman year, I transferred back to the University of Iowa to be a student. The University of Iowa football program contacted me twice. And they asked if I'd be interested in, in coming off of football. And I told them, no, that I would not. Uh, I'd gotten into broadcasting and like that a whole lot. In fact, I had a disc jockey uh, job at a radio station in Iowa city. So, I mean, I was doing that as I was going to school and the, uh, the, the program called me a second time and they said, well, how was your experience at Wayne? And I told them that I, that it really wasn't a memorable experience. And they said, well, I'll tell you what you can do if you want, just show up in the weight room. We'll put you on a program, keep you in shape. And you can get your head straight and decide when you want to play football. And when you decide you want to, just go on out for the team and you're, you're more than welcome. And I appreciated that. And I told them that. And I, I told them no, that I would not do that. Uh, and again, it's because it was just I was doing other things and I just want to, want to spend that kind of time playing ball. Um, that would be one. I thought about that a lot over the years. You know, maybe, just maybe that might have been something to take advantage of. I don't know. You never know. I mean, you look back at that now and I laugh because a good friend of mine, was a quarterback on that team that it would have been about 1982 Iowa went to the Rose Bowl and he was a starting quarterback on that team and uh, 
he and I laughed about that over the years. I said, you realize if I'd have gone out for football and gotten a lot bigger and gotten a lot better, I'd have been your left tackle. You know, and he laughs and laughs about that. He says, ah, first off, no. <laughs> yeah, but anyway, you know, who's to say? You know, again, whether or not it would have worked or not, I don't know. Academically, uh, how do I want to say, how do I want to put it academically at Wayne? I, you know, my my standards or standards I would have set for my, my sons or I, I set for myself, I don't think I did that well. I didn't flunk out. I was not probationary. And I got accepted into a Big Ten school in Iowa without any probationary restrictions or anything. I mean, I got accepted right in. I just wanted to hit it. But I look back at it and say I didn't do that well, just for me personally, again, because standards, I think that left a lot of opportunity uh wasted a lot of the chances I was given because I was a kid. And again, you know, they always say youth is wasted on the young. And I think that's true. I really kind of wish now looking back, if I would have maybe put a little more effort in, maybe I'd have gotten more out of it. Okay. You know, when you're in the football program, they set their classes for you. And someday I'll have to tell you about those classes. I'll do a podcast on the classes I took my freshman year at Wayne state and how they were just an absolute joke in a lot of ways, but they're classes designed for, for jocks designed to get people through. And, uh, I don't know this, you know, you know, let's, let's be honest about it. When, when I sit here and whine and cry and, and go through all this, oh, what was me stuff? I'm not, which I'm not trying to do, but you know, everybody in the world has, you know, forks in the road, right? And we all take some, and we don't take some, and it makes us who we are as people. Okay. And, and, it, and, it, and it does do that. I mean, it, you, you go out there and you look at your opportunities that you may have wasted, you may have missed. And you look back at it and you say, well, man, I should have done this. You should have done that. But you know, what makes you who you are is the choices that you did make. And every person in the world has had chances that they didn't take or opportunities that they let slip past, not because they didn't want to do them, but because maybe they didn't recognize them, you know? And as you get older and as you start looking back, it's called maturity. You start looking at this thing and look at things differently. And maybe you realize that uh, like Johnny Carson used to say, you see the fork on the road, you just take it. You know what I mean? And uh, anyway, yeah. So I, I look back at it and I say, well, maybe it wasn't so bad. Maybe, I, you know, it, it taught me how to live. You know, there were some great things about Wayne. There was. I got into broadcasting. I got into radio. I ended up with the Sunday night radio show that I, in fact, I've talked about on the podcast a few times. If you may remember, I'll just give you a word how I jumped out of Freebird. <laughs> One of the first nights I was on playing a record. If you remember the great song, uh, Freebird by Leonard Skinner, nine and a half minute song, whatever it is. I played it to impress a girl, and I forgot how long it was, and I had to cut out of it. But I'll tell you that story some other time, or you can go back and hear it. It's on one of the 200 other podcasts I've done, it, I've done before. Maybe I'll tell the story again because people seem to like it. But, no, I did that on Sunday nights. I worked radio and loved it. And I really kind of, I mean, heck, if I had an opportunity to do that, now I might do it. In fact, I still may do it. I've <laughs> One of my goals in 2024, 2025 is to put together a streaming jazz station. You know, I've, I've worked some, put some work into it, and I've got kind of a pathway to make it done. It's just a matter of putting the time, you know, and to make it work. But uh, anyway, who knows? But uh, it's it's a goal, but it's something that I, you know, who knows? I may, I may do it, I may not. But I, uh, I, I, you know, I got into broadcasting. And that was a great thing. I look back to Wayne and say, hey, the thing I remember the most is the broadcasting and the time on the radio and the fun I had there. One thing I also learned is I didn't like chicken fried steak. At Wayne, the staple in the cafeteria was chicken fried steak. Now. What I would do would be I would go to the gym and play basketball all day, and the cafeteria would close like at 6.30. They would shut down to dinner, right? So I'd play basketball to like 6, 
and then I'd run over to the dining hall, which is next door, and eat. Well, by then, all the good stuff was gone. It was chicken fried steak, and they had this ugly chicken fried steak with this god-awful white gravy they poured over it. They'd put some peas on it. Oh, man. After a while, I'd just get in the car and drive over to Burger Barn and get something to eat. <laughs> you know I mean, But I learned I didn't like chicken fried steak. But I think probably the biggest thing that Wayne gave me, and the thing that I'm going to have to step back and say it was a success, is it did teach me how to live, okay? It taught me how to, you know, that I have to grow up. It taught me how to mature. It taught me how to make the right choices and do the right things and how to be out on my own. And again, when I transferred to Iowa, I was at, you know, that lesson had been learned, and it was, it, you know, it was a whole lot more uh, pleasurable, I guess would be the thing. It wasn't nearly as, nearly as, you know, hitting the ground and running like I did when I went to Wayne. It was kind of a little more, you know, a softer focus and it, was, it didn't go as bad. So anyway, that's just the way that goes. So I, I look back at my time with Wayne and say, yeah, I learned. I learned how to live. I learned what I could be by myself. I learned that uh, a, a very important part of growing up was all done there. And I got to say that that made it all worth it. So anyway, where are we at? A couple quick announcements and we'll move on. I think I'll play Miles when I do those announcements, if you don't mind. Let's hit that button there. Yeah, there we go. You know, I like it. I got a little soundboard here that I, I picked up. And then if I hit the right button and turn on the music and I talk, it makes the sound work right. You know, it's kind of cool. Back in the old days, you have to move it on. In fact, a couple of the boards I had, I had to move the switches. Now it does it automatically. Anyway, uh, you don't care about that. But uh, anyway, some announcements coming up. We will have person of the week tomorrow. We got someone good for that, too. I looking through my notes today and i had one that i had written in there some time ago that i want to make person of the week and that's what we're going to do so that'll be a good one tomorrow let's come out tomorrow night also we're going to start a new uh feature coming up this week i'm gonna start interviewing people i got some interviews lined up uh, a little more i don't want to say newsy but a little more you know kind of reach out a little bit i got an author coming up uh, this next week I'm talking to her and then we put some things together i'm gonna have a weight loss uh, a gut coach is what she calls herself. She's going to talk about that a little bit. Got a friend of mine who played the NFL. And I'm going to talk to him on one of these shows coming up here in a few weeks. And what we're going to talk about is he was the 53rd man on the roster. I'm going to talk about what it was like to be the 53rd man on the Seattle Seahawks roster in the mid-80s. And he'll tell us all about that. So a friend of mine is going to talk about barbecue. So we're going to have some really good stuff coming up here in the coming days. So stay with Did You Hear That? Of course, we'll do my story still, maybe a top 10 list here and there. And of course, just have loads and loads and loads of fun, right? <laughs> Thank you very much for joining me. My name is Jeff Hare. My producer, the great Russ Omar. I thank you. In the program, of course, did you hear that? Hey, brought to you by Head Sweats for all your sporting sportswear needs. Hey, they got some great stuff over there. If you're an elite athlete or a weekend duffer like myself, go out there and take a look at Head Sweats. Really good looking hats and some shirts with the wick technology it's cool stuff all right have a good evening we'll talk soon this is jeff thank you